Welcome to Live with Domery Podcast here at Domery Healthy and Fit, where we bring you incredible episodes every single week to leave you inspired and always wanting to come back for more. Today's guest is Mike DiCiocio, and he is an entrepreneur and has his own podcast called Miked Up. Please follow him on his Instagram at M-I-K-E-D-I-C-I-O-C-C-I-O and follow his incredible episodes of inspiring stories from around the world. Stay tuned for Mike to come on and talk to us about his life. All right, Mike, are you ready? Are you are you are you mic'd up? We are mic'd up, yes. We are mic'd up today and we are talking with Mike about his life as the founder and president um, and working with major podcasts and doing incredible podcasts. And I have had the honor to be his guest on his podcast show. And he actually got me to cry, although um, I didn't mean to, <laughs> but he got me to cry a little bit. And that's actually a really good thing when you're a podcast host. So let's talk about that, Mike. How, I mean, you're president, founder, social, um, help me out with this word, chameleon, chameleon? Chameleon, yeah. Yes, I got it, yes. Um, podcast, productions, and distribution. So this is your world. This is what you love to do. So one quick question. Where were you when I started my podcast last year in May and didn't know what the heck I was doing? I needed your help. I know. Uh, the, the, the timeline of when we met was just a little bit off, but hey, that's okay. And maybe we can link up in the future and that works out. But uh, I love what you're doing. You're, you're putting a great product out there. So whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Um, I, I love what you, you know, the, the content that you put out there is positive, And I, I tend to gravitate towards that more because it's uplifting. And uh, that's the reason you mentioned that you were on my show. The reason I wanted you on was because you're a very real person and you're, you got vulnerable on the show and you mentioned the moment when you were uh, tearing up and, and I appreciate that. And so I didn't intend on that, you know, like, hey, I'm going to get Don Marie on my show to get her to cry. But you're very real. So when I asked you some real questions, you gave that right back. And uh, our audience always benefits from someone like yourself who's willing to show the behind the mask if we only show the polished version of ourselves every single day, that's get, that's that's not really transparent, and it's it's not something that people want to connect with and come back for more. So appreciate what you're doing, and th- thank you for the great shout out. You you are so welcome, and thank you for that beautiful message you just sent right back to me. Um, yeah, you did. You definitely have an ear and a heart of gold that shines throughout the world to do the podcasts that you do. Everyone I've listened to is very heartfelt, like you said. It is very endearing, and it really wants you coming back for more. So your podcast is just amazing. So we can find you on Apple and Spotify, and where else can we find you in your podcast? Yeah, it's on, uh, I'm blessed to be on all the major ones. I'm on iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, um, Apple, Spotify, like you mentioned, Google. Um, Lipson is what I use to distribute, so I know you can search it on Lipson as well and kind of choose how you want to listen to it. 
that way. And I'd love if, uh, if anyone's tuned in and wants a little bit more emotion from my guest, then watch the YouTube version because you can actually see the interview and not only hear it. Um, and yeah, I'd absolutely love people to check out. Um, it's simply Mike Dup, and I spell it M I K E D up with Mike DiCiocio. If you're listening right now and wondering, what did he just say? D-I-O-C-C-I-O. <laughs> and I just want to give everyone a shout out. I see a couple friends just hopped onto the live feed. So I appreciate everybody tuning in right now. Yes, thank you, everybody. I love that you're all coming on to see this live interview. And I am just so honored to have you here today. You're like the king to me of podcasts because you are you can be found everywhere to listen to in the car. And I love that your variety of guests. It's not just one particular guest talking baseball, 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 or, you know, one particular thing. Like you are reaching the masses across podcast and I believe the podcasts are gonna eventually take over television because you know, yeah, you just podcasts, the, the video versions of podcasts are extremely popular. I know Spotify has their own exclusive content that's video podcasts as well. Mm-hmm. We live in an on-demand society, and people want to listen when they want to check it out. They'll yeah, turn it up. Exactly. If you drive, pick your kids up from soccer practice, and that's when you have 20 minutes of the day, that's when you'll do it. If you run in the morning, you'll tune mm-hmm. in then. Um, if you're cooking, you can t- you put your uh, earbuds in and do that, right? Um, I think it's the on-demand world that we live in really plays well with podcasting. That's so true. So true. You know, and it's funny that I actually have been listening to more podcasts since I started mine, and they teach me so much. And it's just a world of having a friend right there next to you that you're listening and you actually can feel the what they're talking about, how they're feeling, and you're not even being able to see them. So it's really taking the five senses of our entire body and waking them up just by listening. Yeah. Right? Podcasting, Don Marie, is that most people start a podcast. This is why I love being in this industry because they're passionate about it. They love it. Nobody has like a gun in your head saying, You have to do your podcast this week, or I want you to launch a podcast because it's going to make money right away. Mm-hmm. They're doing it because there's a connection, a tug at your heart, a calling to want to do it. Um, and I just want to make sure I get this out there. The reason I started my show was a very real moment where I felt the tug. And I felt a calling to inspire people to be brave and bold in pursuit of their dreams. Too many people I was meeting were kind of like mm-hmm. just unhappy with their nine to five, or they on paper seemed like their life was all figured out and they were happy, but a lot of people when I actually talked to them were not fulfilled. And so, you know, the reason I even launched the show and got into podcasting was because I was first a user of podcasts. I was an audience member myself listening to guys like Lewis House, I'll give him a shout out, Ed Milet. And as I was driving, I was in sales at the time, going, you know, um, I was selling life auto and home insurance. And as I'm commuting around, I was listening to podcasts, learning great tips about sales and business and entrepreneurship. Um, And it was like being a fly on the wall with these great business professionals and many times people that started from nothing. And my heart was just like on fire hearing these stories. And I was like, when I start my show, I want to be able to give back in this way as well. 
but look, they're interviewing people who have basically made it or they're a big name celebrity. There's so many people I was meeting on LinkedIn that mm-hmm. were kicking butt in whatever industry they're in. I saw a few friends of mine joining this listing right now. I'm talking about you guys. And you have, they're doing great things, people like yourself. And so I was like so happy to get people to come on the show to tell their story. And again, it's, it's about being real. And you'll notice what I love is I don't just, it's not an infomercial. It's not like I have Don Marie on and I have you talk about your business, your fitness business for 60 minutes. It's really getting to know the person. Mm-hmm. And as you mentioned, like your five senses are awakened when you're tuning in. They truly but are. Yes. That deal with, with a really good podcast is being able to get people to give you, you know, more about them. And then the life lessons and the conversations that you can really get deep into, um, that's what's going to resonate with the audience. Like, nobody wants to listen to an infomercial for 60 minutes. Now, that being said, you can obviously tease the business at the end. Where can you find you? That kind of thing, like, as you did for me. Mm-hmm. But nobody's going to want me to sit up here and do a 60-minute business presentation. They want to know who's the guy that, if I want to work with Social Chameleon, hey, this guy started it in 2017. Let me check him out. They'll listen to some of my episodes, and if they like what they see, they'll they'll pursue it. You know, exactly. Um, yeah, podcasting is a great way to. You mentioned it earlier, like you get to know someone before you actually meet them. Yes, like, so true. You, my show, I felt I felt like I already knew you as an old friend because I've been watching what you're doing with MS and everything else. And it's like when we our first conversation didn't feel like we were just meeting for the first time. No, I felt like we had known each other for years. It was just so easy, and we just talked yeah. and chatted, and I, I I mean we talked about everything. It was just yeah. just like I had known you for years, and I feel like I've known you for years. And that's the best part of being able to present yourself in this world and through podcast where you can actually feel the chemistry, you can feel the subtleness of a voice, you can feel the crackling of, oh my God, that's a tough question, and how am I gonna answer it? Like, you really do bring those five senses alive. And it's also in the same aspect of the old movie film industry of silent movies. And, you know, so it's kind of like, we need podcasts because there's so many out there that we need to listen to and so many things that we need to learn. And every day we are constantly learning and moving forward. And you starting the business and being the entrepreneur moving forward, people want to come to you to learn how to create their world in the podcast business and moving forward and how to become a strong entrepreneur to be able to stand out amongst the rest. Yeah, it's t- the way I get it is it's at a art form, as an art form, it's storytelling. Mm-hmm. Or even interview is storytelling because you're going to reminisce about things as I ask you questions. You'll bring up some things you learned in your past or moments. and So it's really a, a great storyteller, um, yeah. I feel like. And, and the host, like, I mean, I've only been doing this for like a year and a half, so I don't claim that I'm... Uh, you know, trying to say, look at me or anything like that. I always love learning and up in my game. But I learned a lot from simply listening to podcasts. So if someone's tuning in now and they're thinking about starting one, well, listen to a few people that really uh, resonate with you and don't don't fake, don't be them, be yourself. Exactly. 
everyone is be yourself. Everyone else is taken. You want to be your own podcast host, have your own character, but you can listen to others for inspiration. I love that. I love that you just said that. That was perfect. Same thing, like, when I was a kid running around, I wanted to be like Jim Kelly playing football, but I didn't, you know, if, if I pursued quarterback, I wouldn't want to be just like Jim Kelly. I'd want to be the best version of myself with traits that I, you know, uh, appreciate from someone like that. So, yeah, I just challenge anyone who's interested in podcasting. There's there's no shortage of information. YouTube it, check it out. You, know, you can connect with me, connect with Don Marie. She's been doing a wonderful job. And, um, there's resources everywhere. There's no reason that someone should ever feel that there's a fork in the road and you have to, like, you know, if there's a hiccup, move forward. It's fine. Yeah. And you know what? The best part, Mike, right there, I love the word that you said, hiccup. And that's why I do mine live because that's when real life kicks in. Because I have a lot of hiccups. I have a lot of, like, issues where I called you right before the podcast. My God, Mike, I can't say your last name. My MS brain is kicking in and I can't get it. And it took me how many times to get it right? Like seven. You're not alone, but yeah. It's, <laughs> it, but I, I like the idea that you, you're doing this live. I mean, my show is recorded, and mm-hmm. a lot of times I feel like it would be cool to be live. There's the benefits of that. There, there's a little bit more energy right now, I feel, and even me like articulating what I'm trying to say because I feel you know, we got people watching. Yeah. Hit, hit me with hearts. I don't know who that is, but thank you, whoever that was. Hold on, hype one. And I also love that I decided to do it live and I told you the real truth because I don't know how to do Zoom. <laughs> and I can't figure out how to like record. I'm like, I need to do this the easiest way that my brain can adapt and get it recorded at the same time. So that's where live with Dom Marie, literally live, came from. And I'm just going with it. It works for me. And, you know, you get yeah. to see the bloopers. You get to see the laughter behind it. And you just get to really see the person. I mean, look at you. You're just so lovable and so, like, easy to talk to and very intriguing. Um, like, you, you have this way about you, like... There's so much brilliance behind the eyes that you really want to know more. So people are going to want to go to the page, but then they're going to want to know, I'm listening to his podcast, it's amazing, but I want to see what he looks like. So that's where it comes into play with both things, with social media platform, Instagram, and podcast, or YouTube. We do want to connect to that person. And... It's definitely a layer of, like, we have a layer of a sheet on our bed. Then we have the duvet cover. Then we've got the pretty stuff, right? And like you said, but we can't always just see the pretty. You have to see the bloopers, the uh uh-oh, the oh, my God, I didn't say that correctly. And I'm sorry. And then what a fabulous interview. And that's what I get every time I listen to your podcast which is absolutely incredible. And your topics, I mean, you talk about entrepreneurship, um, you talk about comeback stories. I love comeback stories, those are the best. Yeah. Um, you talk about awareness um, for 
LLS and MS, you talk about, you know, the benefits of podcasting like you just talked brought us to. You know, you were a leader in service above self um, mentality, like seeking with people. And in today's world, with what we have just faced, all of us from 2020 in March to all of 2019 in March to 2020 in March, a year later, right, to 2021, we have all faced being in lock-in and podcasts have become the ultimate, right? Yeah. Netflix, the ultimate, but people are tired of sitting in front of a TV and watching something. They just want to get in their car and they just want to listen or go for a run. And that your podcast has so many different elements to it that you can literally, it's like changing the channel on the radio. Which one do I want to listen to? Which one do I need to download today to really bring me back to life tomorrow? Right? Well, I just want to add, I appreciate you saying that. I mean, that's very kind of you to say. And again, the whole idea of the show is not this fluff, like this feel good, just, you know, wah, wah, everything. Uh, it's really, I mean, how much bad news and negativity are we, if you're turning on, you know what stations, you can name them, on TV, which I choose not to do, um, you're going you're gonna to feel like the whole world is crumbling. But you can turn on a podcast and like, what good can you come away with? And if someone's going to give me their time and energy, that's a blessing right there. Thank you so much for your time and energy. I, what, what's in it for them? And they don't mm-hmm. just hear me talk or you talk, right? They want to hear what, what can we do that's going to help them out. So whenever I interview someone, it's through the lens of, okay, today we have Don Marie. So what in her story can we peel away from? So when someone tunes into this, they're going to walk away stronger, smarter, braver, you know, all the things, more bold and go do something great with their life. And a lot of times the, the most, um, like the stories that resonate the most, not to be repetitive on that, but are going to be your trials and tribulations, right? Like if you're just, hey, everything's easy and I just wake up and I'm successful, how do we learn from you there? But if you talk about different things where you had to learn and whether it's a business person who's failed and come back and now that what did you learn from it? Or see what someone's actually doing behind the camera, the, the behind the scenes scope. Now we can actually learn and we can take it and apply it. Right. So I love what that you just said, Mike, let's right there. That was like the magic right there. What we need to learn, we can take and apply it to our life. And I believe in the year that we've been in lockdown, most of us, I would say at least 60, 70% of us have taken what we needed to learn and we have applied it. But now we need to reach the rest of the world. Right. Right. Like if you have something great, here's here's something I'll say. This is like big picture right now. I feel everyone has a purpose. When you're on this planet, you're born. Again, you have your opportunity. How are you going to take what you can do? And everyone has their own skills, traits, and blessing. How can you go and be great at something and make this place a better, make the planet a better place? Like when people just are like questioning me, oh, you're doing too much. You got all this stuff going on. And then I look and I see that they're not really like excited or invigorated with any energy because they're just working whatever job that they kind of hate. And I feel like that if you're doing that, um, you're not really like, 
not only are you not living up to your full potential, but we're all missing out because you're not doing anything to deliver to your brothers, sisters, neighbors. Like, what can you do to make a positive impact? And that's why I love you, Don Marie, because you live in that service above self. Like, you're not doing your show for you. You're not doing your pod. You're not doing your Instagram feed for for just you. You don't care about how many likes and follows you get. You want to help people out in the world with MS and everything else you're going through. And so that's like your calling. That's your purpose. So again, anyone yeah. listening right now, think about how are you actually serving your local community first? It starts at the home with your family. Mm-hmm. I have a beautiful six-year-old daughter. She's my world. How do I inspire her? How do I inspire the people who listen to my show? And then where does it go from there? I don't know. I'm working on that part. Well, I, you're doing a fantastic job. So I would just say stay where you are. Keep doing what you're doing because it will gradually build upon itself as it continues to move forward into the light of the world and more people following you on your podcast and more people following you on your Instagram as well so they know that there's a new podcast released and they want to go to that channel and they want to listen and how are they going to apply it to their own life. And it's... I believe podcasts for us in our generation, younger generation, and older generations are a way of teaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a new form of education, absolutely. It totally is. And, you know, with platforms like this, with Facebook and Instagram and other platforms, you know, virtually, here we are. And you're in one part of the United States and I'm in the other. And But here we are talking and it's like you can feel the energy it's amazing and that to me is an ultimate gift absolutely you know how it started for me was i was pre-pandemic meeting with people for coffee a lot of times it was let's do it like you know the intros we're doing Mm -hmm. on linkedin a lot where hey let me learn about you i'll share more about me and see how we can help each other out if it's mutually beneficial i was doing that over coffee with local business people in buffalo and we would sit down and they'd ask me about me and then we'd spend a half hour talking about them and usually about an hour long conversation they would go their way i would go my way and i would be like oh my god what we just talked about was so good i learned so much here anyone that was listening in next to us could have taken value but guess what it ended there we would leave and it was the conversation didn't do anything so i that's when i kind of was like hmm we should record these and have some purpose behind it with some maybe a little bit of notes so we have a skeleton to follow and uh let's give this a whirl and now it's 75 episodes in that's amazing and i love that you related it to a conversation that was not recorded you may you remember the conversation he remembers the conversation but it stopped right there but when you record the conversation you can repeat it over and over and over and over until but you get people. what you learned right yeah, yeah with other people around the world who else could now listen to our conversation and benefit from it i don't care about just me taking it away how many more people can and here's the thing he talks about like we remember the conversation i have a horrible memory so <laughs> me too <laughs> Is I love, I love going back three months later, and I'll tune into my own show, and I, I sometimes will say something on my show that I need to hear, like three months in the future. It could be a pick me up or something that the guest says, and I like reiterate a point. And in the moment, 
I'm like, oh my god, I needed needed to hear that today. And it's pretty cool that I can even learn from my own show because I totally forget. Like something cool happens in October. Today, as we record this, it's April seventh, right? I'm not gonna remember every single thing we talked about. So that that's is true. You can dive back in and relearn it over and over. Exactly, and you know the best part is uh, you just go to your YouTube or you go to your podcast channels wherever it is and punch in what you want to learn for the day and they're actually starting to figure out the algorithm uh, I can't say the algorithm is it algorithm yeah of podcasts and all of a sudden it's like that podcast pops up for a reason. And you're like, oh, let me listen to this one and what's going on. And you're right. I have a horrible memory, one, because of my disease, multiple sclerosis, and two, because I think there's just too much going on. Yeah. (laughs) There's too many cobwebs up here, and I'm trying to find where I stored it. And I actually have to go back and rewatch and listen to my own as well. But then I learn. Like, oh, wow, you really sucked at that, Domery. Let's kind of reel that in and try something new on the next podcast. And, yeah. you know, I thought having also, the perfect... You also learn, you like relearn the topics that were talked about too. And yeah, absolutely. I thought a podcast was this, and this is extremely true. I thought it was just asking the same questions over and over and over again. The second time that I did it and I asked the same question to the next guest, I thought, no, can't do this. Each interview has to be tailored to that person. Yeah. There's a few questions I have that are kind of every episode questions, but yeah, you have to color it in based on who you're talking to. But here's the thing, I can tell as you said that, you were in that second, I mean, second one, you already were kind of like, eh. I mean, if your energy is that, what's someone who's listening to you's energy gonna be like? Right. right. So if you're not if you're not excited about your show, who's gonna tune in and be stoked about it? So, yeah, asking different questions each time also helps you keep it fresh. But it's gonna be better for the guests. Like if you just ask some random question to someone, what, are you really bringing the best out of that person? And, and I think that's really what a podcast helps is their responsibility is to bring the best out of who they have on their show and make them not only look good but feel great about being on the show. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. By the way, you have a really amazing voice. That's why your podcast is so great. I mean, it's just, it's very, like, even-toned, but very okay. strong, and I love that. So My uh, ego is going to be, uh, I'm going to uh, float out of here. <laughs> all right, well, stay in your seat for now until we're done. And then you can float away with all of the love yeah. that you're getting, that whoever keeps hitting all that love lo- loves you. I'm sure they will be following you on your Instagram. Um, so when you let's let's say your daughter right now because there used to be like bring daddy mommy into school days right about what they do for life and work so I want you to give me a presentation okay I'm I'm one of the little girls sitting in the classroom with your daughter and your daughter's always talking about dad 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 and now you're going back into the classroom like the old days right and you have to tell the classroom what you do for a living and you have to get them excited because at six years old they don't know what to do they don't know what they want to be most of them say they want to be the garbage man 
picking up the trash because it's a cool truck or they want to be the mailman because the mailman gets to see so many different people throughout the world right or some will say I want to be a doctor and others want to say I want to be a mom but I have to tell you I can't remember not one person when I was growing up saying I'm gonna build a podcast and I'm gonna bring it to the world so now you have to come come to me in my audience right now and sell me why we should all have our own podcast there you go yeah. you're on stage well first of all everybody has their own personal brand whether you are intentional about it or not everyone in their own family dad has a brand mom has a brand Isabel has a brand and brothers sisters and in business right now and on social media um, whether you're intentional about hey I want to build a following maybe monetize my brand you are creating a brand people are going to tune into you it's why some people do well and others don't really do well and how much energy and love you put into your own personal brand um, and it takes time and energy to learn how to do it but when you're genuine about it and authentic you, you're going to have a really um, you're going to love it more and it's going to be something that people will enjoy now what I do to help out my clients to answer that question like if this was career day mm -hmm. I help my clients tell great stories that inspire people so my own show I do that as I talked about already but also I love working with people and clients that have podcasts that are doing something similar not everybody doing the same but similar positive minded content I love to help people produce that and look the people that are hosting a show they may be a great host or they're typically doing it as a secondary in addition to their business whether they're an entrepreneur or whoever they may be and they're not audio engineers they're not social media uh, content creators or maybe they don't even want to be they just love telling their stories hopping on the microphone interviewing people if that's the style so we come in and we take that all away like they press record and we do the rest and it makes it so much easier because the average podcaster does not get past episode 15. One really? Five. Why? One because they end up getting into it excited like a little kid. And then after 15 episodes, it's like, this is a lot of work. I don't like editing audio. Oh my God, I got to put a social media post out. I got to share this. I got to talk, you know. And it ends up being a 20 hour a week gig. It's a real side hustle. And I feel a lot of people, if they're not monetizing it in addition, especially during the pandemic, in addition to whatever their bring home money is, their career or, or business, um, it ends up, you know, it's going to take a back seat. So I'm out here making sure people don't give up on it because of some uh, bottleneck. So we take that away. We, like all the work is done for you. It's literally social command is podcasting done for you. And, um, so I would on career day say that like if you're interested in helping people tell stories and you want to um, make the world a better place and you need someone to help you do that that's what we do that's amazing keep it that simple that uh, simple and direct and amazing so now I'm gonna ask you another one I'm a writer and I'm stuck as you know I'm an author of two books my third one's coming out I'm stuck and I want to write the next big moment in my life. And I guess I'm a storyteller. I'm a pretty good storyteller and writer. Um, but I'm, I'm majorly blocked right now. And I don't know where to go to next to help everybody in the world with Live with Dom Marie. Give me some advice. Um, I 
would say do two things. First, something that I've done personally and really enjoyed is um, is um, floating. You guys, I'm sure you, you've heard of floating before when you go into like a flotation. Um, Meditation, therapy. yes. Yeah, and, it, and it's actually um, sensory deprivation mm-hmm. where you don't feel, see, it's dark. And so that's like if you want it, it's, it's essentially unplugging your brain. And just like you have to restart your computer every once in a while, our brains are getting millions of sensory every day. And so I would say if you're having a, just like an overwhelm moment and you're having trouble being creative, I would suggest maybe, and it's not always one float session that's going to do it. It may be three to maybe go once a week for a month and kind of clear that out. There's that like clock in your brain. That's one thing I would suggest just as a personal, like get some clarity. And then I would say, think about your 10-year-old self and what they would want you to be doing in the moment, right? And that energy that they'd be like, hey, you, you look at what you have at your fingertips. Those resources didn't exist. People, we didn't have podcasts when we were 10. Or, or uh, cell phone. Or cell phone. <laughs> video, or be able to connect to someone. And you're in California. I'm in New York State right now. So, like, how do we make that happen? Right. So, what we would do is we'd get super creative and excited about it. So I'd say like all the things that even you and I are very mindful of being grateful for the things that we have, it's easy for us to even take things for granted. So I'd say first is the sensory deprivation. Second would be get excited again about what you're doing and what resources you have. And then third is like, what's your purpose? So is the next book you want to write, it's not about you again, it's what's the purpose of that book? And then you all of a sudden are just the person that's going to get it out. You're the the tool. You're not the you know the end result. You're just yeah. someone that's going to help channel that information out to more people. Exactly. So then you feel of, of service. Don't you always feel better of service than just? I totally you know, do. I feel much better when I know that in my day I was able to connect somebody with someone else. I was able to acknowledge that why I am here every day has a reason, a time, and a place, and a purpose. And I love that at the end of the day, I can honestly see and say, all of the craziness that went on, I was able to connect with her, him, they, all of it. And it was all done with just love. And to be able to go to bed and know that there's no paycheck coming in, I do it because I love it. Mm-hmm. And moving forward, so I connection. That's why, mm-hmm. like, like another co-benefit of podcasting is connecting with people. And actually, you know, connection is a word on LinkedIn that just means someone clicked a button and they mm-hmm. connected with you, but that doesn't make them a real connection. Podcasting is a way to take someone that you brought into your network and get to know them a little bit more. And then, you know, I usually do like a pre-interview with you. I didn't have to do that because I believe I was you were your information was sent over by Amberly Lago, if I'm not mistaken. And so <laughs> yes. I already trusted that you were going to be a home run, which she was spot on. And, uh, <laughs> to Thank you, Amberly. And. But if you if you just have a million connections, but not any real valuable information, truth, truth. a vanity metric, and nobody cares anyways. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares about what, how many like uh, followers you have, really. 
um, if they dive into your show and it just doesn't bring any value. It'll be found out. It's just vanity at that point. So true. You know, um, I read somewhere and exactly what you just said, and it, this is so true. In the beginning, when I started my Instagram and I started it for uh, to bring awareness to the disease of multiple sclerosis, for a way to me to connect with millions of people around the world. I haven't gotten to the millions yet, but I'm slowly getting there every day. And then I'm coming across people that I never even thought I would ever meet that don't even have MS. And now the podcast is doing the same gift back to me and to be able to tell their stories and for me to be able to sit here and feel it and live it just like you do when you do your podcast, right? Analyze it, sure. Analyze it. What are we learning from it? it? It it all goes back to brain power, energy, love of self, be your best CEO of you, not the business of you. Rely upon you because if this all is not working, it's going to break down. It's like a car. It's You need gas. You need an oil change. You need a tune-up. Well, the human body needs that too. And once we start to realize, oh, these are all the gifts we're given. So now let's just use it in the podcast and give it back. Right. Let's mm-hmm. use it in the writing that we write on Instagram and give it back. And eventually, you start to reach people you never thought you could. Here's the deal, too. Start coming, I do believe, can be your superpower. Many times it is. So you having MS is what allows you to do what you're doing at a really high level because not only do people connect with you because you walked it and now you're educating people, but um, the fact that you struggle with it is also empowering you to be able to help more people with it. So it's easy for people to say, well, like, why, why me? Why do I have this? And there's many people that I completely respect that if you're really getting hit hard by something, it's easy to say, well, I mean, I, I can understand why someone would do that, but flip it to why not me? And also, this this is happening for me and Don Marie. Look at her as an example. She has MS, but in her struggle with it, she's talking about it. She's educating. She's helping. So if you have a shortcoming, I've interviewed people that um, literally there was a little girl who was short and she was kind of picked on in school and her mother wrote a book about it because there wasn't one available when the mom was trying to find an inspirational book to show her daughter Haley it didn't exist so she wrote it and it's called being small isn't so bad after all oh oh my god I just you just hit me like an arrow from Cupid I literally have hair standing up oh my god I gotta read that book yeah and um but you know like Haley for example the fact that she was short was what allowed her at a young age to like realize the whole book is about, look, I'm the last person to get wet when it rains. I can fit into the smallest tree fort, or I can, all the things that you can do because you're short. So think about the things that, you know, you have MS, nobody would sign up for it willingly. But if you have it, maybe a little quirky things to the extra things you do. Think about how many amazing people you met because you have MS. So right. many incredible people. And I love them all. Like they are my dearest family like they are part we are all family in this multiple sclerosis community and I have built family upon family like you have built with your podcast with telling as many stories as you can and reaching out to as many people 
with every other direction that you're going, whether it's in sports, whether it's in television, whether it's in production, storytelling, interviewing an author, interviewing a young entrepreneur that's starting off in life. This is the power that we have at our fingertips. Why not learn from it? Right. Yeah, and when something, so tell me something in your life that was really tragic that brought you down, but then you realized it actually turned you around. Well, there's two that I can think of. Um, the pandemic was one, as many people can relate to. I'll talk about that second. But really, what launched all of this, including my podcast and especially my business, was a divorce in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, I was Sorry. with my wife from 08 until 2017, so just about 10 years. We got married in 2011. Beautiful daughter born in 2015. I had the life that most guys would want. You know, uh, we just bought a house together. I was working as a store manager for Sleep Number, um, making really good money in the area here. And then prior to that, I sold insurance and I was a good producer. So I was making good money. But again, the fulfillment was was taking a back seat. And then once the divorce happened, and you know it's, it's all good now like I was able to, to bounce back from it uh, there you get hit and you get knocked down and I'm gonna share a story here maybe you're gonna get me to tear up but I remember being in my first apartment after I left my home you know and it, what killed me was the fact that I was afraid I was gonna lose uh, access to my daughter you know you just don't know as a guy in New York that can that can be really taken away from you easily so that's what really was killing me the most. Like, if you want to hit, I, I shouldn't say this, like, recorded, but if you really want to hurt me, that, that, that's it, you know? So I'm like, like my, my daughter's my, yeah. my world. Our so, children are our world, yes. And when it was all coming down, crumbling down, like you said, I remember standing in my apartment, and I had basically all my stuff in boxes still. It was like the first couple days. Mm-hmm. And it, it was a really weird moment of realizing my entire past collectibles, moments, pictures, happiness, vacations, everything that you save, all this stuff that kind of, it was like my whole life was boxed up. But guess what? I looked around on the blank walls and that was the future. And I had this crazy moment of like, oh, well the good news is I get to change and create how I'm gonna act in the moment and what other things I can create. And I remember looking at myself in the mirror and going, what do you wanna do? Like, Who are you going to be? This divorce doesn't define you. I still am grateful and I have access to my daughter multiple times a week, talk to her on FaceTime every day. So that is good to go. Um, And guess what I did? I walked away from that amazing corporate job I had. (laughs) It was a retail job and I I walked away on Black Friday, which everybody knows is the biggest retail day. Okay, They knew I did my two weeks. They said, can you stay until Black Friday? I said, fine. It was like three days more uh-huh. than four days. I stayed on Black Friday. You got to hear this. I had kind of a crazy cast of characters as my employees that I was managing. Some of them I inherited and some I hired. And I was kind of thinking, mm-hmm. how did I get here with this, right? Like, I saw the potential in everybody, but whew, like, and I had, um, I was managing the store. And one disgruntled employee was on his like last legs, and I knew that. 
and I was working with an older couple in the front of my store and I could hear my employee coming from the back room and I heard the sound of keys and I knew it was his lunch break and I, I said, go ahead. He had a hat on, baseball hat and sunglasses and his keys and he gave me the piece out. I knew he wasn't coming back after lunch. He left, he quit. On Black Friday, we had zero dollars in sales. My goal was $30,000 in that day, right? It was my last day. I was still going to work hard. I sold $60,000 that day by myself in the store on my last day with the company. And it was even probably more than that, but I remember 60 being the number. Wow. Um, I share that because I walked away from an environment where I was really like an MVP player. And I, I would equate it to being a, a, a whether you're an athlete or someone on top of your game. But if your fulfillment isn't right, that didn't outweigh it for me. So I wish the company well. That's a great company. Um, but my regional manager was just like, I don't understand why you would leave. You're doing great. Crushing it. I One month I had 777% of my goal in. Oh my gosh. They walk away. And, and, you know, sometimes I think about it. Like, what if I stayed, right? But no, I had this thing in me that I wanted to go and do. I had no idea what it would turn into, but I have a four-year degree in media production, bachelor degree. I wasn't doing anything with that. I, um, when I was a little kid, I was the kid running around in the neighborhood with mom and dad's uh, old, you know, shoulder camera from the 80s and 90s. Recording the giant ones. <laughs> the VHS tape was in the camera. People, kids today are like, what's the VHS tape? The giant in- orange tunes. <laughs> yes. And, and that was me as a kid. So I was always a creator, a storyteller. And um, I'm blessed that I had like those 10 solid years of successful business experience. Because what ended up happening is all that I learned when I was selling and managing and running around hustling deals was the side of business and what it takes to really have the guts to do it and hear no 99 times to hear yes once. And I took that and then the divorce happened and I was able to stand there in my apartment and go, I can can choose what I do right now. I don't have to do anything for any particular reason unless Mike wants to do it. I was a 31-year-old dude. Like I didn't have to answer to anybody at that point. Mm And so I decided to start Social Chameleon, and it, I got, again, into the pandemic, and things were a little bit rocky, but in the pandemic, I pivoted to focus on podcasting, because I was doing video, websites, I was doing SEO, all that digital marketing uh, jargon you can, you can spit out right now, and a mentor was like, you got to pick your lane. Well, the pandemic kind of picked it for me, because all my projects were getting shut down, because you couldn't do the work yeah at the at the time of the beginning of the pandemic because it wasn't a service i was really offering it was just word of mouth so everything shut down that client continued on steady eddie right and i was like i love doing this why don't i just focus on this and then a second client and a third and i 10x my business in the middle of a pandemic um really mostly word of mouth and just doing interviews like this one uh and i would just tell like anyone listening to this that that adversity can really be a springboard i mean it could really hinder someone but if you take it and say what can i learn from this experience that's how you got to do it anything man like i could still be sitting in that apartment sad thinking about what could have been oh my gosh why this happened to me 
um, what the hell is that? Like, who wants to hear that guy moping all day long? And how am I being the best version of myself? Not even close. So I would say, man, no one signs up for adversity, but if you are dealing with it, just take a deep breath and say, what can I do with this information? Because I wouldn't even know how to deal with it if I wasn't in this position. So That is an incredible story, heartbreaking truth, and continuing yeah. to move forward. You yeah. did not let any of it completely destroy you. You held mm-hmm. on to what it felt like. You're holding on still to what it felt like. And you will never forget that, but you harnessed it, and now it's a part of your power of, like, continuing to move forward, but also to tell the most amazing stories and what you're doing and to build other people up to get them set for their life to continue to move forward. And there's never a never again. There really isn't. Like, there's certain words that drive me insane. One disease we're sick it it's it's a horrible word I don't like it uh-huh. um, another one is I can't that one right there drives me insane when I hear somebody say I can't yeah it's like they may as well say I'm choosing not to exactly that's what you're telling me is I'm choosing not to try Mm-hmm. When all you have to do is try. And it may take 50, 61, or two tries. But why not? Can you imagine if Edison said, I can't? I mean, well, he, right? He used to live in the, the dark ages. Yeah, exactly. He never gave up. I'll tell you a quick story. I think you'll find it cute with my daughter. Um, one of the ways I, I teach her is when I have... She's my... A captive audience member when she's in the back seat driving with me. So we love. I love listening to music. I introduce her to great music. I listen to her music. She introduces me to what she wants to listen to. <laughs> um, and then we have these like deep conversations for her being six. I don't know how much she's actually internalizing and how much she's just like, "What are you talking about?" But I've heard her say "can't" one too many times. And so I had, she chose her action figures to be on the steering wheel. Like, uh, I kind of have them pretending they're driving. I'm being very safe about it. They're just, like, kind of hanging out. And I'm, people at red lights are probably thinking, was well, that guy playing with the action figure? <laughs> and I have one go up the steering wheel and say, I can't. And the other character goes up and says, I can't. And once they say, I can't, they start wiggling and they look down and they end up at the bottom of the steering wheel and the guy that says I can keeps he doesn't even look down he just keeps going and I said Isabel you gotta learn is like both of these people had the same ability but this person says I can this says I can't she goes yeah but daddy there's some things we just can't do like if I want to fly to the moon she's so smart I'm like you're right you know what you personally cannot do that right now but I bet you if you said you can and figure out a way like can I fly no so what if I got in an airplane? Could I go to California? Yeah. So I can fly. I just need to find different ways to do it. And she was like, oh, I get it. I so love that lesson. Because I, I, when someone says I can't, it's like, wow, a lot of that's a choice. Much of it is a choice. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm blessed. I interviewed Patricia Love. I'm going to give her some love right now. Her episode comes out Monday. 
And one of the things she, she's a woman's empowerment coach. She's called the rah rock coach. You love her. And she has a whole thing about, I can, and I can't. She like teaches a course on it. It's incredible. It's really funny. That's really weird. Cause we didn't talk about this and I'm just telling you the two words that I really dislike. No, in the universe. And now I just said the, the two words, I can't and how much I dislike it. And you just interviewed her and she's a woman empowerment coach. Holy moly, did not did that just not the universe like just right there? If you go to her LinkedIn, it literally says I change I can't from I can't. Something like that. Love it. Can't make that stuff up. What is her name again? Patricia Love. Wow. I I love Patricia right now because the two words that I don't like to acknowledge is what she took her power from and created it to move forward to build empowerment within everybody in the world by just changing the words. Yeah. Her book out is called um, Being It's Unseen and and what is it? Um, Unheard and Seen, something along those lines where like basically it's people who, you know, their voice is being suppressed and it's mm-hmm. about being able to be vocal about the things that are hurting you throughout life. And she had a crazy upbringing, and um, yeah, it's just, and that's again someone using their adversity to bring wisdom to people, so they don't have to struggle as hard. Maybe you can help someone through it. Exactly, that's amazing, and it really is when we really take a look at the world all the way around the world, no matter what language you speak. Those two words fit in every language, correct? Mm-hmm. So, why are they there? Yeah, exactly. Who started it, and why is it still there? Because all all that is teaching anybody in the world is, that's the easiest way out. Mm -hmm. I can't. I'm not. How about, I am, I can, I will, I'm going, I'm moving. Those are all right. Tell me me you don't want to do it. Don't don't lie and say you can't do it because that's not true. Yeah. (laughs) Or they don't have enough inner power within them, and that's when you start to analyze. Okay, I I'm here for a reason, and I'm hearing those words for a reason, right? Mm -hmm. And and it's a constant with this one particular person. So. Am I hearing this for the reason to help change their mindset to move mm-hmm. forward? Or am I here for a reason to listen to their mindset and turn them towards the next chapter of listen to this podcast, get this book, watch this person. They they don't nobody has a perfect life. Nobody. Right. Yeah, and, you know what I this too is I just want to add to that um, is a lot of times the, I call it the record in your head which is outdated saying but whether mp3 or streaming service that's in your head a lot of what's being broadcast into us is our surrounding environment and it's the people we're with and sometimes it's family and that, those people can be you know positive, negative, somewhere in between, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of end up being like a common denominator of what we allow to come into our brains. Someone might be told that we can't do something, right? Think about the little kid that, um, why do we have to watch infants so closely? Because they're going to just try to walk and fall on their face and they'll walk into a swimming pool, not even think, 
think twice about it. We got to make sure right. they don't because they don't know how to swim yet. So when do we stop attacking the world like an infant does? Because we've heard our parents say, don't do that. You can't do that. Stop it. You know. And so like, we need oh, to reteach the younger generations that those words do not exist. Right. I mean, there's sometimes it's like, hey, for your safety, don't run in traffic. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. But at the same time, it's like, okay, you've heard all these limiting beliefs and words. And maybe someone doesn't directly tell you, hey, you can't do this. But maybe they laugh when you say, I have a really cool idea. I want to be the founder of XYZ company. And they're like, you're like a 10-year-old kid. Okay, buddy. And they don't tell you you can't, but they're body emotions. They just They dismiss you. And as a young child, that is like being told that you can't do you it. can't do it even no. when you're not actually being told no. so body language and words are huge keys to moving forward in the universe yeah and I just want to say like not everybody gets to the point of acknowledging it and being able to do something about it because I'll tell you like I didn't have this mindset uh, a decade ago because I you don't know what you don't know so guess how I learned all this stuff tell me yeah reading books, changing the broadcasting, coming into my brain. So when someone says I can't, um, like my daughter did, I didn't, I didn't, you know, yell at her or tell her she's in trouble. I just, I did the steering wheel thing because how else am I going to educate her? That's her way of learning. And it, it seemed to work. She noted, she actually taps me on the shoulder. They said I can't. Like, so here's someone in the store. They said I can't. So... I think it, I think she understands it now. I believe she does. She has a very intelligent and very funny and courageous father. So I totally believe that she understands it. And she's going to be the little one on the playground correcting the children that are saying, you can't. And she's going to say, I will come with me or I will watch me or I'm going to. How about you come show them that we can she's going to yeah. be that child she's going to be that next step in our generation to change those words yeah last thing i'll say about that too um is realize whether we're talking about a child or an or adult ager or an adult everybody learns and is ready to receive information at different points in time which is why correcting someone who just did something wrong and harping on them, you're in trouble, why'd you do this? You failed your test, go to your room, what'd you do? Um, you know, it's that emotional state, like it's very, there's a fine line in understanding when is the right time to maybe educate or help. Because there's a time when my daughter was really afraid to go on slides. And if I just said, no, come up here and like put her on the slide and push her down, she'd be traumatized. It took me taught, and I'm no, no parent, parental expert or anything but I'm learning as I go as dad and, and reading and watching things and learning how to do this but like I realized that in the moment she was shut down with the slide so I needed to build up little things in her think her mindset as a youngster into getting her to go back on the slide mm -hmm. and right there in the moment wasn't the time and place but maybe mm -hmm. next week on the next sunny day that we get out here in Buffalo like once a week I'll take her back out there, and then I'll work on it, you know, and well, maybe she gets halfway up the slide, or she does the smaller one and gets some confidence, and then she asks me, can I go on the big one? Yeah, mm -hmm. go for it. Yeah, and it's just, it's all about the one step forward. Mm -hmm. it, it's the one step forward. I could have very easily, in 2012, 
decided I didn't want to learn about the disease and I could have just laid in bed and be paralyzed for the rest of my life. I had three small children at home. I've been living with the disease for 20 years, but I kept fighting it. I didn't know what it was. And now that I had a name and I was paralyzed, I was told I was never going to be able to walk again. And then I was like, you know what? My entire life, I was told, you're not smart enough from other children. You stayed back in second grade. You're dumb. Well, I stayed back in second grade because I was in the hospital constantly. And I couldn't keep up with things. So my entire mindset as a young child was I was told I couldn't. I wasn't good enough. I was never going to go anywhere. I wasn't going to do anything. So those were all negative things in my head from children around me, from my peers. Right. And, you know, as a child, you look up to adults, but you listen to the constant negativity of a peer. And today, as an adult, we do the same thing. Well, when someone is coming at you with a phrase, a book, or whatever you're doing, or you said, I want to be this, I want to do that, right? And you look at it, and all of a sudden, someone says, well, really? You got too much on your plate. You can't do that. And I always respond with, I got a lot on my plate, and I am going to do it. And if you don't think I can, it's not me you're looking at. You're looking at my, I am your mirror. I absolutely love, again, like, you're so on purpose with the fact that you went through all of these things and you didn't stop at just, okay, you know, again, this is just for me and I'm glad that I got over that and you overcame a lot of what the doctors said they were wrong about, right? And now you're, you know, you're doing such a great thing. But I, I also love that you um, are confident in who you are. I see it like in your photo shoots, like you are confident in who you are and that inspires me. I just want you to know that it's like, who cares? Like, you know, you don't care what people think and the negative thing energy anymore because you've been there, you've seen it. You know, if someone tries to bring you down, it's like, okay, good try. You know, I, I control my happiness, which is the exciting part about it. And um, that definitely comes across loud and clear with you. And I just want you to know that um, you may not realize it because you're in it every day. So. Take a moment and think about that because <laughs> it's so true. No, fair. You can't make me cry on my own podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. So true. Okay. Sorry, guys. You just That's you, okay. you hit a chord. You hit uh, a major chord. Um, it, is, it, it is true. I, I, I put myself down a lot thinking I really believed everything everybody told me and I thought I could never do any of those things and I believed I had to just be the what they called the corporate wife you know the standby corporate wife and I knew that there was much more out there for me and I wasn't gonna allow the disease to take me down any longer and I wasn't gonna allow the disease to take down anyone else any longer. That I was going to stand up for myself and that I was going to show myself, not other people, show me, Domery, the little girl, that I could be a model. I'm five foot two. That I could be an author. I could tell a story. I can still learn. I can still 
pick somebody up and praise them, I can show you so much love that I was never able to give to other children on the playground because they were so mean that my purpose in life today and everything I've ever been through has truly molded me into who I am. And I will continue to move forward as that little girl yes. in the big girl body, right. being vulnerable, showing you that I can break, but showing you I'm going to get back up. Yeah. And I, I mean, if you're not listening to this right now, just like John on the ground, inspired by what Don Marie just said, like, go back and watch, watch that again or check your pulse because um, what she's telling you is what we've just been talking about for over an hour now is you know when things happen to you what can you do with it how can you use that ammunition to go forward and do good things instead of just negative turns into more negative you, you could turn negative and and rewire it to to be positive because the, the kid that gets bullied on the on the playground um he can grow up and be the next kid that wants to go and bully everybody else and do mm -hmm. negative things. You see that with like the, the, the school shootings and all kinds of horrible things like that. Or they can be up on stage as the next inspirational author. He's talking about emotions and children and like figure out a way to educate so there's less bullies in the world. Like which road do you want to take? The, right. the you know, revenge route or hey, let's make let's 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 solve the problem at the root cause opposed to just handling one unique situation. Exactly, and that's what you're teaching your daughter, and that's what you're teaching all of us through your podcast, through the millions of people that you are going to interview in the future, for the millions of the little ones that don't know you yet, that is going to hear mic'd up, and they're gonna wanna be on that show because he's going to bring you to that next level. You have faced your own tragedy. You have faced your own battles. You walked away from a very good career. Your daughter has seen it all. She's smart. She's going to be the next one on that playground. She's going to rise them up and she's gonna show them, you know what? Yes, I can. And she's gonna remember dad teaching her steering wheel with the, with the superheroes and everything. And everything that you learned you're teaching us and you're giving us those gifts and without you the world would not be the same yeah and it's okay to not have it all figured out because i definitely i don't have my life figured out are you kidding me I, i'm clueless <laughs> first about it figure it out for ourselves help more people in the audience and absolutely um something i intend on doing with isabel at some point if she's interested in it, it is um writing a children's book with her as the co-writer oh do, um with the stories actually being inspirational children's stories I love and she that. can help me create the characters and we can get a great artist to do the artwork and um that's be something that i'd be really proud to work on with her that when she's like 20 she can look back and see the book that she created when she was eight you know yeah and not only that she's leaving a personal legacy behind with her dad and that's incredible when you think about what is my legacy like that is a very strong word legacy right oh yeah if I could give birth again I think I would name that next child legacy 
because when you really think about it, the years that have passed, the centuries that we have all faced or read about in moving forward, before there was a podcast, before there was television, before there was anything, there were stories. People told stories, just like we're doing, right? And we're sharing those stories into the world, into the light. And yeah, there's been battles. There's been horrible things that have happened in the world and they still continue to happen. But what you are doing with your show is showing that we don't have to be there. What you are doing with your daughter and teaching her to move forward and possibly writing a book together, which I know you're going to do, it's going to happen. And you're leaving that legacy. You're leading it. So when she becomes a mother herself, she's going to lead her young children into moving forward with the legacy. So this is, I really want to like name this this podcast, The Legacy, because everything that you have learned and taught and shown us through your beautiful podcast and your life and what you have gone through and how you were determined that you had this great paying job, but you didn't care about that. You were going to move forward into something new. That is something so many people will not do in the world today. That's a scary ass thing to do. Yeah, but what's the price? Like, I was willing to pay it because, I mean, at that point, if you if you don't really have anything inside, right, I mean, it's kind of like having having all the money but being told you have 30 minutes left to live. Like, you don't care what your bank account looks like. So to me, I, I realized, like, I'm 31. Yes, I have uh, a financial responsibility to my daughter and my ex-wife at that point, as I still do. And you know what? That's just the core. Okay, I need to get those things taken care of. But, man, I'm, I'm like, ready to go and do this. And I have to give a shout-out to, obviously, my, my parents, um, my sister and brother-in-law have been extremely uh, – supportive as, as well and, and just given given me you know uh, a family big hug when I needed it and stuff but at the same time there were times when they were kind of like tapped out too like Mike you know uh, why did you walk away from that gig or when are you going to go back or whatever and I think they still might in their heart hope I go back to a little bit more steady line of where they, they understand it because um, I'm kind of a first generation entrepreneur my grandparents my grandfathers both had a little bit of entrepreneurship in them, but for the most part, um, they it wasn't something long term. So I'm I'm looking to and it's not about again the entrepreneur journey or whatever, but like you said, at the core, it's what we, we can do in our legacy. Um, how big or small that is to me, mm-hmm. just make the difference bigger than one person. If it's bigger than you, then you're doing the right thing. Exactly. And if you're making a decision today, think about how much it's going to matter in five years from now. And if it's really not going to have much of an impact in five years and get you moving in the, like you said about those little steps, um, just continue to take the steps that are leaning you in that direction. Mm-hmm. And you'll look back and go, how did I get here? I, 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 I'm doing that right but, now in the last two months of my life. Yeah. I literally just celebrated my 55th birthday. In March, that's awesome. With at a retreat with the most amazing women I have ever met. Didn't even know anybody walking into the retreat, but the one woman that brought me in, 
and knew that I was to be a part of this big giant. And I'm, I'm going to shout her name, Seek Smith, for the badass do-gooders in the world. And you're a badass do-gooder with what you're doing. And it was a week of acknowledging the negativity and releasing it and letting it go and opening your heart to the world. My heart was open to the world. I had let go, but I hadn't actually let it free. And that week I understood freedom. And since I have left that retreat, so many amazing opportunities have come my way where I never would have thought in a lifetime that that could happen to me. I mean, look at me now. I, I'm now executive producer. Uh, 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 I just congratulations. Right? I mean, huh. Yeah. Hello? Well, I'll start, it starts here, and I'm pulling in my heart for those that are listening in. It starts in your, your head and in your heart, and then you physically make some changes and do the actions, and you get around great people, like your friend who invited you to that event. Mm -hmm. And then you make the changes, and guess what? You you, you got to stick to them, and you're going to see it over time. And it's yeah. time over time. And um, you've done that. And I didn't realize that how long that you've been struggling with MS, but it's been a long time, right? You said over 20 years now. Well, I started my uh, with when I wrote "Living with Phantoms." Um, I the, I was noticing the disease in my 20s. Um, my eyesight, then my hand, then my speech, then the dropping of my face. And I kept going to the doctors and, to and was constantly being told, your blood work looks great. You, you, you're beautiful. Keep going. You're just tired. Take a vacation. As I told you in my art interview that we did together on yours, Mic'd Up um, podcast. And, you know, yeah, many, many things have, like, tried to get in my path. Many things have taken me down. This disease, as I shared with you on your podcast... Yeah, the medication, the interferon, it took, it, it was ready to take my life away. I couldn't live like that anymore. And mm -hmm. I tried to kill myself. My husband and my iPhone, I told you. The magic of the iPhone. I left a goodbye message. My iPhone connected to that amazing thing called the cloud. That's what we're doing this podcast on right now. Mm -hmm. Lit up. And my husband was like, what is this? And hit play and realized where I was and what I did and got there and saved my life. And from that moment on, I knew that I am here for a reason, a time and a place. And there is a purpose behind my pain. I knew it then I wasn't strong enough, but when I brought was brought back to life, I knew that was what I was going to do and I was not going to stop. And then learning to let go of those words that held me in captivity that I have on my Instagram, I'm sure you've seen that page, where yeah. they wrote the positive words that I always kept with me, but those negative words were always still a part of me. I thought I set them free and I didn't. And once I set them free, my world is like on fire right now. Yeah. Well, I feel the energy. I see it and what you're doing. And um, when you invited me on, and I know we've been trying to connect, and it's oh, been crazy. Yeah, it's been a little bit crazy, and you've been so patient with me. Well, I knew I wanted to do it. So I didn't, I didn't, to me, it didn't matter when it happened. It, it, it just, you know, or, or what time it was. 
I just wanted it to happen at some point and I feel like today is the right day for it and mm -hmm. so your energy was was in the in the right space and I ended up being available to do it and, and, and it worked out perfectly and I'm so happy that you're on with us and that you have shared your wisdom and you have shared a heartfelt emotional part with me and the entire audience in the world that a young dad today could be facing and where is he going to go and you are going to be his inspiration or it could be the other way around it could be a young mom who is now in an apartment with like oh my god what am I going to do all my stuff is packed up well Mike did it Yeah, I can do it I can start over so you sharing that emotional struggle, but being so free within yourself, knowing that you were strong enough to continue to move forward and to teach your daughter and to continue to live your life and not be afraid to let go of something that was so secure, that's when you have power. Yeah, and it's, it's crazy and, and I would do it over and over and over again every single time. Um, there were some really difficult moments, you know, every day is still a challenge. I mean, entrepreneurs know that a lot of times in the beginning it's you, it's you, yourself, and I. You know? <laughs> yes. And um, there's dark days in that, and I don't care what you're selling or who you are, uh, it's going to challenge you. And when, when people say, like, how do you keep going, how do you get through it? Well, how, how does Don Marie get through it? I'll tell you what. She was literally at her last moment of, of throwing in the towel and worked herself all the way up. So now a challenging day in business is what? It's like, really? Well, I mean, that's nothing, right? <laughs> and someone who um, deals with a lot of adversity, I think when, when you when you have something hit you, you're kind of like, okay, we can get through this. I mean, control is in your control. Everybody listening can do that. Everyone's at a different point. Everyone has different uh, abilities. But we can all do the, our best at control and what's in our control. And um, here's the other thing I'll say. If you need help, seek it. And don't try to always do everything by yourself. Look at any great person in, in this world, in history. How many of them did anything by themselves? It was a they team effort. A team. Uh, and if they're a leader, like this Steve Jobs, he still doesn't do any of that by himself. It's him bringing in the best engineers. Mm -hmm. and, Training people on what he knows to replicate success. And everyone that you could be inspired by had somewhat of a team around him. Henry Ford, I mean, he was barely educated and got great people around him and created the, he, I don't think created the mastermind concept, but was someone that really built his business around masterminds. Mm -hmm. and, and people were like, oh, this kind of makes sense. You shouldn't be the smartest person in the room, right? Exactly. Yeah. No one's smarter than anybody else. So they can't be the smartest person in the room. Even if they are, though, great. So you're, you know more science and I might know more sports. Uh, yeah. You know, whatever. Okay, like, are we really out here trying to compare one-on-one? -on -one yeah. Everything? Yeah. We don't need to do that anymore. And no. once we all acknowledge that point right there that you just made, mm -hmm. life is so much easier. You know, it's a great thing that I just thought of is, like, instead of two people comparing what we're better at with than one another, how about what can we do together? Like, mm -hmm. Don Marie's great. I, I have certain You're great. At my level, thank you. 
And but guess what? What if we put our heads together and do something like this episode, or actually, you know, whether that's in business or anything, let's not try to figure out who's better at X, Y, Z. What can we do and achieve together? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, you, you just said it a few phrases back. No one does it alone. Domery Healthy and Fit started off with me. My husband built me a website. Then I had to learn from others and how to move forward. Then I decided I wanted to leave a legacy behind so that my children, I never thought it would go to publish, that my children would have a book about what I went through struggling through life from two years old to 52 now I'm 55 and I'm proud to say that and yeah, yeah. has it all been roses hell no frig no it's been more dead ground dirt than roses but but your story's not 55 years on planet earth your stories the things that you taught in your episodes it's in your books it's what your family's going to remember you for it's what your friends that you've inspired is people like me that are thousands of miles away that you've touched and like that's that's really what it's about and again and going back to yeah coming the, back to the podcast and telling stories yeah. and sharing them with the world your stories like how many times can you sit through a boring lecture in class, right? And the information is so dry, you just want to hit your head against the wall. But then the teacher tells a story about it. Let me teach you about the time when, you know, and all of a sudden you're like, I, I can dig this. I understand what he's talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Right. We connect through that. We so do. Much. Like, humans are connectors, and stories are great ways to bring people together. So true. Yeah. And so true. And I've had the ability to reach out to companies that are now part of my website. And I don't charge to be on my website. I'm honored that they've partnered with me to be able to anyone that comes to my website for wellness and health. I've given them all of the things that have helped me get to where I am. And I am honored that they have said yes. I want to be a part of that website and it's a direct link straight to them. I'm just the middle person in the middle that wants everyone to be healthy and strong. Yeah, you're passing it forward. Right? And, uh, and whoever can teach me to get to the next level, then I'm going to be ears open. Whatever podcast I can listen to, ears open. Mike, you've taught me so much. Your stories, your intelligence, your soft mannerisms, your heart of gold, your daughter's stories. I'm looking at her face right now. I mean, come on. Look at that little, little face. Look at that little face. She is absolutely beautiful. So she is going to be that beautiful light and face that you have brought around to her life that you have given to us and that's what a podcaster does yeah and you're a great podcaster you're a great host and, and being here today just like just talking every time we connect whether it's even an instagram message just to say hello or um it means something to me when when i see that you like something i know like you're taking it you're not just pressing like to, to just say, hey, Mike, how you doing? I like this picture. You're giving me the real heart and hug behind it. And I feel it every time you do that, just so you know. Because oh, I know you. who you are. And it is. It's a genuine 
hug uh, whenever we connect. So I wish I can give you one right now. <laughs> Air hug. Air hug, yeah. Air hug. You know, I cannot wait till this whole world is... I, I can't call it normal anymore. I don't believe there is going to ever be a normal. I don't think there ever was a normal or a perfect. I, I'm just, I, I'm grateful to be able to actually go up to someone today and get and hug them. Right? Yeah, yeah I saw some, some extremely uh, just like shattering emotional pictures of people hugging their grandparents through like plastic sheets where kids weren't like they were holding their grandparents' hand through like a plastic glove, a plastic sheet. I lost my grandmother in June. She passed away. And, um, she Sorry. had COVID. Well, and she was she had dementia, and it was just a horrible situation where we finally um, talked to my my mother, who was for a long time. Um, and I'm 100% Italian, if you couldn't tell by the uh, eyes, eyebrows, and the schnoz, right? <laughs> We're very, very stubborn, and my mom didn't want to put my grandmother in a nursing home, and she finally decided, okay, it's, like, she needs it. She was just to the, uh, her health was really suffering. She needed that extra help. She finally went to a nursing home, and then COVID hit, and we couldn't go in to see her. I never got a chance to see my grandmother in a nursing home. That's and heartbreaking, and I'm so sorry. Six months later, my dad who was battling other health problems and everything, his immune system was really low. Um, in December, he got COVID, and with low immunity, he had to go rush to the hospital, and he only made it about a week in the hospital. I never got a chance to see him say goodbye. So, I mean, you know, this thing is very real. It's real. And My dad died in December, December 1st. Did he really? From COVID. Oh, Sorry, like we have else. all felt this disease destroy the world. Yeah. But in the centuries past, they have all felt the same thing, destroy mm -hmm. their worlds with a different disease. We're going to get through it. Mm -hmm. And I just think what we have like, learned. Others were, were, were robbed, Don Marie. Like my dad was only 69. He was completely robbed. So now I have the opportunity to wake up every day. I'm not going to take a damn day for granted because he should have had much more than 69 years. The guy didn't harm a fly. He was, yeah. you know, and um, and so my way of honoring him is just like going and again being doing things larger than just one person. So man, uh, this this has been like you know every emotion. I'm sorry about your mom truly sorry about your dad and everyone that has lost anyone through this really two and a half difficult years when we really really think about it because we're in 2021 and it started in 19 um someone just said they lost their mother seven weeks ago um directly because of covid i'm so sorry and i will think of you and pray for everyone that has suffered this disease and keep moving forward but please don't give up and don't give up on her name and her grace and all of the fathers and all of our mothers and children and grandparents and everyone that has gone through the difficulties from centuries ago to today let's honor them with their legacies and don't give up keep moving forward Let's remember them in their beauty 
and their time here and not waste one more minute with negativity. Let's move forward as a unity in the world of positivity. Yeah, wow. This is incredible. Mike, I can't thank you enough for coming on today, for sharing all of your stories. I will think of you every time I hear another COVID situation. I will keep you in my prayers. I will um, praise your daughter to be that strong one on the playground, to pick the other ones back up, and to put the ones that are not being so nice and just show them the grace that she has that she's going to be a leader of moving forward in life and that you are going to continue to lead us through your beautiful podcast and all of the guests that you have coming on and you're going to be in season 15 and you're going to be the voice mic'd up that everyone is going to be listening to and you are the true heart and soul of what you have built and you need to keep moving forward with that and never ever look back of regret of anything in our life that's what got us to where we are today so good you're 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 great at um being able to summarize emotions and thoughts and the the topics that we covered um i could talk to you all day i really can like these are the conversations so that like you know throughout the week we're in go mode as running our businesses like we have we're always go mode but this is why i carve an hour hour and a half out to sit down talk to someone and you know it's i feel it's really good for us it, like personally to get these things through and because I don't know that I even have properly handled losing my dad in December I I didn't really take the mental time off that I ever needed to and I've talked to multiple people this week interestingly enough like where the topic has come back up and a lot of people have been helping me and, and this has definitely personally helped me just talking to you about it and I hope anybody listening in and the woman who said she lost her mother uh 71 year old mom um, pandemic related and we send your our love out to you and, and anybody who's listening that has been impacted in this financially mentally physically um but i do feel that we're going to all come back and be stronger more grateful and i certainly hope that people don't want to go back to normal we were talking about earlier because what was normal in 2019 wasn't very good in many ways anyway so exactly um, if you want to go back to exactly how things were in 2019, then you're not really excited for growth. And like, yeah, take, like use that as maybe the ground level of where mm-hmm. you want to get back to, but then build on top of it. So true. And let's all go back to this podcast one year from now and really analyze it and see how much growth we have done and the changes in the world that we have made along with every other badass do-gooder in the world. Wherever you are, you are changing the world. And just keep moving forward. Because there is no reason to go back. Move forward. Every day. Yeah. However little the step is or big the step is, Mm -hmm. um, 
I always like to say, and I end all my emails with be great and be grateful. And the two things to me mean whatever it is that you are doing, whether you're cleaning a toilet or you're a chef or you're a school bus driver or stay-at-home parent, whatever it is, be great at it. Like you have yeah. the opportunity to do it in the first place. So why would you want to half-ass it? So the first part of that's be great. And the second part of it is be grateful. Because once you have the opportunity to do something at the highest level, then reflect on it and realize that's a gift that I get to go and do this. I get to talk to you from California to New York. It's a gift. We it's get to talk gift. about the thing we just did. That's a gift. So I'm grateful for every second of it. And I'm grateful for our friendship. And I am grateful that Amberly Lago sent me to you. So yeah. thank you, Amberly. We all love her. She is amazing. Mike, you are amazing at mic'd, mic'd up. I love how you did that, and it's absolutely super cool. So I'm gonna actually put this up on the screen right now because this is the the channel of what you need to be following right here. Can you see that? Okay, and, oh, wait, wait, there it is. All right, everyone, screenshot, screenshot, screenshot. Okay. Go follow, love him, get on his podcast, download all of them, of everyone he's on. Just get on it and share it. Share it with the people that you know need to hear this podcast. Share it with the people that maybe don't ever need to hear it, but it would remind them of what a great job they're doing. Share this podcast, download it, save it. Watch this one over and over again if you didn't get it the first time. It's perfect, it's available, it's free. So get out there and start sharing and showing the love in the world. And Mike, thank you so much for being such an amazing guest on Live with Don Marie. And I know I'm gonna download the podcast myself. <laughs> Even though I, am, I have them all, I'm gonna download it and I'm gonna share it. And I'm gonna share this live interview with a ton of people. And if you don't want me sharing any of these anymore, just let me know kindly. Don't take me off your mailing list, and I will. But I believe sharing is caring. So share the podcast. Thank you so much. I really appreciate Absolutely. you. Give your daughter a big hug for me. And the next time that the little guy on the left of the steering wheel is falling down, just remind yourself the right guy in your steering wheel of your life is picking you up. Oh, I love that. And, and funny enough, the reason that you see my hand coming up on the screen is that was Isabel trying to FaceTime me right now. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm off and, and, and see what she's up to. Okay. For me. All right, Isabel, Isabel, you have a great dad. Thank this you so awesome. much. Grateful for your friendship and anyone who tuned into this. I all I ask anyone who tuned in, uh, if you want to like follow me and do do that, that's great. But just internalize everything that we talked about and see what how you can use it for yourself. Because I would rather run into someone listening to this in two years, tap they have them tap me on the shoulder and say, I listened to your interview with Don Marie because of that, look what I've done. I'd rather have that than a million followers on Instagram. That's amazing. That's a great way to end the show. Beautiful. Give her a great big love for me. And I will do that. Thank you so much, Don Thank Marie. you. Have a fabulous Cheers. evening. All right, Bye. everybody. Thank you so very much for once again watching live with Don Marie, live with the bloopers, and you know, whatever else comes out of my mouth. 
And please, greatest gift you can give to anyone is sharing. So share this podcast. I love you all. Have a fabulous evening. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.